Hey folks, we are live on Facebook today. It is Wednesday, August 12th, and it is going to be an awesome day today. I have had some unbelievable experiences yesterday and today. So today is going to be a continuation of talking about strategies, but it's also going to be a day about stories. Uh, you know, I want to share with you uh, one thing is, and uh, you know, as we start, let me get started here. And before we get started, we want to offer our prayers for people affected by the COVID-19, especially for people that have lost their loved ones because of it. Our prayers go out, uh, all of our heartfelt prayers uh, to everyone, uh, because we will get behind this, we will get over it, uh, and, and I'm sure it's going to come soon. But uh, with that, uh, bless us all, and, and we all can get through this. But you know what? Really excited today about what to talk about, because I want I want to do a couple things today, and and uh, I just had a meeting with a brand new uh, young man. He's a teacher, uh, and and talking about what's going on in in the financial world, what's going on in the government, and and U.S. debt clock. I I I, I try to avoid being political uh, on my posts. But I find that more often than not, people that listen to what I talk about are more leaning toward the conservative side. Uh, and that's all I will say. But, you know, we, we look at politicians and, and people that get elected to those jobs. We, we all have voted for people that we expected to go to Washington, D.C. to do work for us, the people. And, and because of that, it, it really has become a real challenge to what's going on. And, and uh, it, it just isn't working. And, and what I want to do is I want to share. I want to share my page. I want to share my screen. And, and what I want to share is this U.S. dead clock. Okay, so I'm going to put it up here and, and I want to talk about it. So hopefully you can see that it, 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 it's on the screen. And when you look at that screen in the upper left-hand corner, uh, the U.S. national debt, that is now over $26,631,343,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000,000
Medicare Part A, B, and D, and pensions for the government employees and full-time military. So, and that number in January of 2017, three years ago, was 101 trillion. And in last year, 2019, in March or April last year, that now the number is there per citizen is 465,000 per citizen. But they took off the per taxpayer number last year in March and April. Because in March last year, that per taxpayer number exceeded $1 million per taxpayer. And, and, and it is crazy to think of that. So right now you have a mortgage on your future of, of a million two hundred and fifteen thousand dollars. I don't know whether you could even afford to make the mortgage payment. If that was a 30 year fixed rate mortgage, if they were actually paying on it and paying down the debt, what would the mortgage payment be on a million two hundred and fifteen thousand dollars? I don't think there's many of us that can afford to make the payment. The point of all that being is in January of 2017, that number was 101 trillion. It is now 153 trillion, 780 billion dollars. It has increased by 50% in three years. Somewhere in the future, folks, this is where the government is going to want to find money. So let me go back to my, my, my screen so that we're back to me. And, and now we're back to me. And, and, and what I want to talk about is, is Willie Sutton's rule. Willie Sutton law. Remember we talked about that. And Willie Sutton was a bank robber back in the roaring 20s, 1920s, back in, in that era. And he'd rob a bank, they'd catch him, they'd put him in prison. He'd get out. They'd rob a bank. They'd put him in prison. He'd get out, etc. And 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 it was funny because there was a a, a federal prison in, in New Jersey that they just tore down. They blew it up, but it had not housed prisoners since 1978. And one of the comments the newscaster made was the great Willie Sutton was originally housed in this prison. Honest to Pete, I, I mean, I read this in Nelson's book, but here about a month ago, this was on the news that Willie Sutton, the great bank robber, was in this prison back in the roaring 20s of the last century. The, the point of that being is when they asked Willie why rob banks, he said, that's where the money is. Well, if you continue to save for your future in the same way the typical world tells you to do it, the government is going to become Willie Sutton because in their quest to come up with more and more money to slow down the growth of the debt, I don't think they can tax us enough to have an impact on the debt. I really don't believe that. that, that you know, how, how could each of us pay $1,200,000? Every taxpayer in America, $1,200,000. I hear people say, well, we're going to take it from the rich people. Well, if you take the richest people in America, the top 1% of people in America, all of the wealth they have totals around, I don't know, seven or $8 trillion was the last number that I saw 
Well, I don't think that would make much of a dent. Then the question would be, where would you go to work tomorrow? Because if you took all the wealth from those people, where would you go to work tomorrow? Because that would end everything. You know, we talk about socialism and, and, and that. Socialism only works as long as they have people to take money from. When they run out of places to take money from, you have Venezuela. You know, we, we, we have to be aware of, of exactly what I'm talking about so that we start making good decisions. Remember, the principles of prosperity was thinking properly. I sometimes think in my mind, I, I, I want to emotionally shake you so you can start to understand what I'm talking about. There is no such thing as same old, same old anymore. You have to think very differently. If you expect to have some comfort and success in the financial future, in your financial future, if you continue to do things the way the typical financial world tells you to do them, the, the Willie Sutton's law is going to come into play. Use it or lose it's going to come into play. The arrival syndrome may already be in your head, and I feel sorry for you if that's the way you believe. You already know all this stuff, and I, there's nothing here new. Well, I, I, I will pray for you because you need to open your mind and listen to this stuff that I'm talking about. This is so important that, that it, it is my obligation to make this information known. If nothing else, for you to say yes or no, that's your decision. There's nothing for sale here on this site. I have maybe my book, and I, and I got my new one. Here, here is this book right here, Life Insurance, Will It Pay When I Die? Here is the brand new second edition. It came in the mail today, so I guess I got to change I got to change my picture up here. See that? I got to change that. So we'll do that. But there's the brand new one. It just come today and, and doing that. So as we think about these things, when I think differently, I see things differently. You know, all, all of this stuff and, and some of us, you know, we all have an ego. We, we all think we're pretty smart at some things. Uh, and, and we are. And we are. But it's like the story that I tell about the so-called smartest people in the world. In 1968, a group got together and these people at that time were thought to be the smartest people on the planet. One of them was a guy named Stephen Hawkins. Now, if you recognize the name, the gentleman passed away about two years ago, but, but he's the astrophysicist that at one time was labeled the smartest man in the world. This group got together and they had good thoughts. They weren't bad people. Their mission was to look at all of the resources in the world and try to predict what was going to happen in the future and how that would impact society. And maybe their knowledge could make a difference. That, they were good people. They had good thoughts. They're still there. They're called the Club of Rome. Google it on the internet. There it is, the Club of Rome. You can see all the people that are on the, on the board and all the people that participate in that. They're all physicists and smart people. I, you know, I won't take that away from them. But what I realized is book learning smart doesn't make you smart. Common sense is not common. 
And here's why. Because in 1968, this group got together and they predicted that the world would be out of crude oil by 1993. That was their first prediction in 1968 when they formed and got together. Well, we know that didn't come true. There was a book written in the late 80s called The Great Reckoning of 1993 by a guy named Thurman and another one named Reesmug. They were two economists, wrote this book. And it was really about their perception of what would happen if that did occur. The Great Reckoning of 1993 was the name of the book. Great book. Another great book that is opposite thinking of that was Unlimited Wealth by a guy named Paul Zane Pilzer. Who, who was a billionaire, he's probably, I'm sure he's a multi-billionaire today, uh, but he wrote a book called Unlimited Wealth, God Wants You to Be Rich. And, and his theory was economic alchemy instead of economics typically. Because the study of economics today in colleges is the study of limited resources. So, so everything looked and, and the value of things comes from uh, the, the value of that resource, how scarce it is, scarce resources, etc. And Paul Zane Pilser's theory of economic alchemy said there are no shortages of these things. It is only in a man's mind because everything that happens, everything that is invented, everything that has come to be other than the natural things created by God, which are the resources that we all have access to that has created everything in the world, comes out of a man's mind. You know, the rockets to the moon, the rockets are gonna send to Mars, everything, the computer that we're sitting here, the technology and on and on and on, it's all in a man's mind. You know, in the 1800s, when they were killing all the whales for the whale oil and the blubber, and they were running out of whales, so there was going to be a shortage and no candles and no oils for lamps. Some guy named Drake in the mountains of western Pennsylvania found this black goo stuff that became known as the crude oil we have today. So, so I don't believe there is any shortage of resources. It just somebody hasn't figured it out yet. It's just like the vaccine we're waiting for for the COVID-19 today. Same concept. However, what happened, the, the, the dominoes that have fallen since this Club of Rome made this prediction has cost all of us trillions of dollars of wealth because we openly and willingly listen to so-called smart people and their theories that were not proven. Because in 1969, it was believed at that time that 85% of all the crude oil in the world were under the sands of Saudi Arabia. True? We've all read that. So there was a world oil broker in South America named Perez, and he knew this group of men from Texas that operated inside the Texas Railroad Commission. Guess what? Go Google it, it's there, they're still there today. But what do they do? They monitor and watch the natural resources in the US, oil and gas, etc., and the production of. So this guy in South America knew the Arabs 
over in Saudi Arabia and he said, look, you know, you guys have 80% of all the oil in the ground. If you did what this Texas Railroad Commission, these people in the U.S. do, guess what? How much money could you make if you had all the oil? And the prediction is we're going to run out of oil by 1993. Well, OPEC was formed in 1969. Google it. It's all out there. This is all facts. Oil was $1.23 for a barrel of crude in 1969. Three years later, in 1972, it was $12 a barrel. I guess that's a 1,000% increase in three years. Well, what did that do to us? It meant that our money, we were on a gold standard, so the money was payable in gold and silver on demand. So we were importing so much of this stuff into the U.S., and, and paying the Arabs with our paper money that, that said on it, payable to the bear, gold and silver. So on the gold standard, they could have came and cleaned out Fort Knox. It was believed at that time that if oil went to $25 a barrel, the Arabs could have taken all the money out of Fort Knox. Where did Fort Knox come from? Franklin Delano Roosevelt created that in, back in the 1930s when he passed the law that you could not use gold or silver as a numismatic. You couldn't pay for things with gold and silver. You had to turn it into the government. And that was when Fort Knox was created. So President Nixon was forced to take us off the gold standard in 1972 to protect the gold in Fort Knox. Well, that opened what I refer to as Pandora's box and it was the beginning of fractional banking. What's fractional banking? You put a dollar in the bank, they can create $7 out of that dollar you deposited in the bank. I do not want my dollars deposited in a bank where they can take that dollar and make seven more because that is nothing more than pure inflation. Remember the five elements we understand? Risk, taxes, regulation, inflation, and depreciation of the dollar. So inflation is created when the dollar supply is expanded. I do not want my dollars any more than has to be there in a banking situation in the Federal Reserve system where they can create $7. That's why I use permanent dividend paying whole life insurance with a mutual life insurance company to store my wealth in, my dollars in, because the insurance company can't do that. So it is anti-inflation by storing my money in a life insurance policy designed as a cash value policy. It's designed to be cash heavy. It's designed inside the law so that it's never taxed again. I have access and use of the money without ever involving the government ever again. I don't know if that means anything to you, but I really understand the Willie Sutton rule and why I started with the debt clock today. Now we're gonna continue this journey as we talk about the strategies that, that I've got listed, and we will get into more of those tomorrow. I'm 20 minutes out here today. I just was excited. I wanted to share this today as, as much as I could because this is so important to understand so that you can make better decisions about your financial future. It's really what it's about. Get my book, The Family Money Farm, The CFO Project. You can get it at Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You can get it from me 
contact me through Facebook and, and we'll make arrangements. We'll send you an invoice through PayPal and I'll send you actually an autographed copy of my new book. There it is. So we'll send you an autographed copy. You can get life insurance will it pay when I die. If you want to buy that, it is $20 plus tax and shipping. But what you'll get is you'll get the new one uh, and what we're doing. So it is there. Or you can go to cfo-project.com, put in your name and email address. You will get a link to download my new book in a PDF, put it on your computer, your cell phone, so you can read it there. But in addition to that, I'm going to encourage you to invest $47 in your future. That $47 will get you my new book or a copy of the old book. They're both identically the same except for some additional, which will be included in, in the old copy that you get. You will also get my new book, my new ebook called Jumpstart Your Financial Freedom. Live your life insurance. This will lay out you know, this stuff that I talk about is real, folks. The young man who was here today is a school teacher, and I told him, you know, if you want what I'm talking about, I will show you how to acquire it with no additional out-of-pocket expense. Isn't that interesting? For that $47, you'll also get part one of Nelson's book, The Infinite Banking Concept. You'll get added to our newsletter, so you will receive a newsletter with access to this information continuously ongoing. And the most important thing is you're gonna get a one hour video. The one hour video was called The Wicked Wicked Game. And, and I was talking to one of my mentors and coaches in my life and he said, Tom, who knows what The Wicked Wicked Game is? You, you, you need to change the name. So we call it The Secret of Wealth Creation. But that book, it talks about the dead clock it talks about how to spend your life insurance before you die tax-free. Imagine that. Imagine all the money you put into your life insurance, you could ultimately spend it tax-free and still have the death benefit on the back end in addition to. So there's lots of information here, folks. I want you to invest in yourself and start getting the education that is only available here. You won't find this information anyplace else. God bless. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow at 12 noon. God bless.